You're listening to Purely His Podcast, and I'm Elizabeth Armstrong. Today I want to talk about temptation. Can we resist temptation? Does God tempt us? What does the Bible say about this topic? So I'm actually so excited to do this one. I've had this one planned for, um, actually this was planned as as my third podcast, and it kind of um, ended up just kind of being pushed back and pushed back, and I had other ones, but yeah, this is something that somebody brought to me and brought as a suggestion. And I was like, wow, that is really good. Let's do, let's do one on this. So temptation, when we are tempted, um, the, the question was posed to me, does God tempt us? Is that something that God does? And when I was asked this question, I was like, wow, I I actually never thought of along those lines, but it made me realize, well, it's important that people know um, that God does not tempt us. And the scripture to back that up would be James 1.13 says, when tempted, no one should say that God is tempting me for God cannot be tempted by evil. So this, this is saying that God can't be tempted and nor does he tempt anyone. So... That right there, if that has ever been a question or something that you thought, um, it's not something I necessarily thought, but this this other person brought this to me. So I was like, oh, that's very interesting. Um, But yeah, so when we are tempted, if we have, you know, a moment of temptation, we can know that God never tempts us, that he cannot be tempted and he does not tempt. All right. So the thing that I want to nail in today Um, on this topic is, you know, actually, I always, you know, I I just start right in and then I'm like, I have to quote the scripture first. So let's just build build upon the scripture. So in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. So that basically means anything that you're tempted with, don't feel like you're the only one. Somebody else has been tempted like that before or been tempted with that. And then it goes on to say, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. And it says, but when you, but when you are tempted, he will also provide you a way out so that you can endure it. That is what I want to emphasize on today. Um, And what I really, really want you to get, and I'm just going to keep nailing this in, (laughs) nailing this in today, just the fact that it says that he, I mean, God will also, he will provide. So basically, okay, I'm sorry. Let me just, let me just back up a little bit and requote. So it says, and God is faithful. He will not let you. So it's saying he won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So that kind of opens up the question wait, God allows us to be tempted? Well, this scripture is, is telling us that, that he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So he may let you be tempted. And you know, in James 4 is where Jesus, um, he was le- said he was led into the desert by the Holy Spirit and he was fasting and he was basically sent to be tempted. He went into all this temptation and the enemy came to him was tempting him with all of these things, um, but he never yielded to the temptation. Everything the enemy threw at him, everything he offered him, he was able to say no, and he came back with scripture and what the word of God said. So that shows us, and also in the Lord's Prayer, when, when we pray like our Father who which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, he says, 
lead us not into temptation. So he was actually asking the father, asking God not to lead us into temptation. So God isn't the one who actually ever tempts us, but the word is saying that he may allow, like he can allow temptation. But the key part of this is that he said he won't be let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. That and also that he provides a way out so that you can endure it. So I just want you to know that no matter how strong the temptation is, that there is a way out. That this scripture is so clear that you will never be tempted beyond what you can bear. And you know, temptation is the base of, I mean, the base, if you have some kind of conscience and you have some kind of standard, at some point you're hit with something. And before that sin or before that decision, there was probably at least a moment of temptation. You were tempted to do it. And whether you ran from it or you ran towards it, you had that moment of this, like, do I want to do this? And and something like drawing you saying like, you should do this wrong thing. And that also brings up another thing that I wanted to address is that don't weigh yourself down with feeling like when you've been tempted, you've sinned. Because it's temptation that gives birth to that sin. It's when you receive, you yield to that temptation. But if, if, it's, if something, if the enemy throws something in your mind or throws something in your path and you resist and you say no and you turn from that, there is nothing that was done. Like, the, like there's nothing that has been committed. Like there hasn't been sin because you chose not to. So the fact that it, the temptation came to you, know that even Jesus was tempted. The enemy came to him, but he resisted and he said no. He did nothing wrong. He walked perfectly. Um, and so that's something I wanted to reiterate as well, that you ha- it's just because you've been tempted does not mean that you've actually committed something. So getting back to the fact that he provides a way out. I remember when I feel like it was my dad who probably read this scripture to us when we were younger. And when I heard that, it was just so um, empowering to realize, wait a second. Anything that comes my way, any temptation, anything that that tries to lure me in, I can actually resist it. That God says that I will not be tempted beyond what I can bear and and that he will always provide a way out. Like there's always a way out of that decision or that choice that comes in front of me. And you know what, as I was thinking about this today, even before I started this podcast, I was thinking about a good illustration for this would be say you were going to, um, someone told you you're going to run, um, you know, a half a mile and you prepared and you had your mind wrapped around this half mile. And when you got to what you thought was the finish line, someone comes to you and is like, Oh, you know what? Actually, um, we forgot to tell you, but it's actually a whole mile. It's not a half or maybe a better illustration would be like, you thought it was a mile, but it's two miles. And, but your mind, so your mind was just you know, set on and ready for, okay, it's a mile. I can do this. I can get across that finish line. But when you get there, you find out it's two. So you have to do a whole nother mile. Can you imagine when you get to that line where you thought you were going to be done and someone tells you you have to run another one, 
how tired you would feel. I know I would. My mindset would be so set on, you know, I was about done. I pushed to get to the end and now there's another one. Mentally, I feel like I would be like, oh my goodness, I am so tired. And you know, some of you might run miles and miles. This doesn't sound like a lot, but picture whatever sounds like a lot of distance to you and you weren't expecting to run it, but all of a sudden you have to run this. Um, you would feel mentally like because you just wrapped your mind around that, you would think, I cannot do this. I can't get to this second mile mark. I was only prepared for one mile. Like you feel tired. You feel exhausted. Like I lit and I've literally hit these points where you're like, I literally cannot do this because I was set in a certain, you know, my mind was set at something lower. So this is basically, um, setting it higher for you. So when you read the scripture, it's 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 so that you know, picture it as you're told ahead of time, it's going to be two miles. And having that mindset of knowing, okay, when you're getting into it, it's going to be two miles. You're ready to do that two miles. You might get tired in between, but I don't think you'll have that mental like, oh my goodness, I cannot do this. And you might get tired, but it's not the same. You won't feel like giving up as much. Um, but that level of giving up when you don't know is is um, stronger when you weren't aware. So this scripture, I'm hoping, is making you aware that when temptation comes, you your mindset is not no longer set on, I just can't, I have to get, I have to yield under this temptation. Like I don't have the strength. This temptation is too much for me to bear. This scripture, I hope for you, is just going to blast those things out of the water and make you realize that he's saying, God's saying, I will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear and I will provide a way out. So whatever comes to you, Oh my goodness, this is, if you can just grasp this, this is such an exciting thing, guys. The fact that, because before we sin, before you choose a sin, there, there's always that temptation first. And so if we can know that we can resist this temptation, that we can resist the devil and he will flee, then how much better off, how much better will our lives be? when we know we have the empowerment that through um, through the Lord that we can say no, that we can resist and say, you know, I feel this strongness, like it's so strong right now, but this is what the Lord said. So I hope that you will um, really get this today. I love Romans 8.31 that says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? God is for us. He's reminding us even in the scripture that he is for us, that he he will he is with us. He's given us the empowerment to say no to sin, to not yield to the temptation that the enemy gives us. So temptation comes in different forms. It can come physically. We've all experienced, you know, someone physically could come to you and start speaking to you and try to tempt you to do something. Or it could be, you know, you're alone somewhere and the enemy starts putting you know, he starts speaking to you about this or make this decision, make this wrong decision. And so actually a, a big point I want to I want to call out today is the temptation of the mind. Because sometimes you can think, you know, my mind is private. No one knows my mind. Actually, God knows it. God knows all the things. He's, you know, he's keeping track of everything. But when you, and that can keep you aligned right there, but, and that can just, you know, 
help us right there. But it is so important that we do not give into that temptation of our mind. It could be anywhere from impure thoughts, um, immoral thoughts, or this is another this is another um, just aspect of it. Um, it could be just like the temptation not to forgive someone. You know, like you could, um, someone could have done something to you and you know the right thing is to forgive, but then all of a sudden you start feeling and hearing all these thoughts like, you don't want to forgive them. This is what they did. This is like, how dare they do this? Da, 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 da. And it's almost like it starts flooding your mind and you start feeling like him, the enemy, just wanting to um, get you to bite the bait. I love just that analogy of just like, he throws things at us, but we haven't, he hasn't gotten a foothold until we, we bite what he's get, what he's throwing at us. And so it could be that, or it could be just to not love someone. You're tempted just to be like, you know what? I know the right thing. I know that God said, this is what, how we need to love others. I know he said to forgive, but I just don't want to love them. I'm, I'm going to just yield to this, you know, all these negative thoughts and I'm not going to love them. And so that's something not to yield to as, as well. And um, so, yeah, going back to the mind, just remembering that, okay, let me just read, actually, let me just read Romans 12 too. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So I love how it says be transformed, like walk away from the patterns of this world and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So keeping our mind intact, keeping our our thoughts on good, holy, upright, righteous, and godly things, not giving into that temptation in our mind. This is a statement that kind of came to me a couple months ago, and I said, um, it's easier to stake your claim than to take back your territory. So, okay, I'm just going to say it again. It's easier to stake your claim than to take back your territory. So... I mean, all of us know the difference between, okay, the decisions that we made that were right. Say something comes to us, attempts us, we resist it, we run away from it, and you realize, okay, that was basically staking your claim. You resisted that temptation and it fleed. You didn't do that sin or you didn't whatever. Um, and then picture if you yield to it, how much harder it is to reverse to reverse all the all the things that you have now seen, the things that you have now done, it takes time to get back to the place that you were, a place of, of purity, a place of holiness, a place of um, just that feeling of right standing with, with the Lord. And so um, I just thought this statement was just so profound that it's just, it's easier to stake your claim. It's easier to believe, 1 Corinthians 10, that that you will not be tempted beyond that you can bear and and just when you okay when you think about when I think about staking your my claim or staking your claim it, it reminds me of like I don't know the old I don't know the olden olden days I don't know how else to say it but you know when they were trying to when people were trying to protect their land and that's basically what it's saying just like that protection that that sheltering you're like you're protecting what is yours the land that has been given to you um, but then picture if you've, you let someone wrong in and they've already taken your land and you're like, this is mine. And now you have to go in and, um, and you know, do what you have to do to take it back. How much harder that is or how much more work. 
So I just want to greatly encourage you that you can resist the temptation no matter how strong. Know that God is on your side. If God is for you, who can be against you? Whatever you are feeling tempted to do, you do not have to yield to any longer. And whatever comes your way, you do not have to fall into again or fall into for the first time. So if you've been struggling with yielding, you've yielded to to temptations, or it's like a constant, even a daily thing, you're tempted to do this and that and this and that. I, um, I want to pray that you would yield to the Lord's empowerment, that you would know that you would change your mindset, just like that race analogy to know that, no, that's, this is a two mile run and I can finish this in, in, so when things are come at you, when people say like, Hey, this, do this, whatever, you're able to be like, no, the, this race is two miles and I can do it. No matter what comes my way, I know I can finish well. So I'm just going to pray for you to know that empowerment and for you also to be free if if you are constantly being tempted in certain areas and if you've bitten that bait from the enemy that he's thrown at you. Um, and I just want to reiterate again that don't condemn yourself for things being thrown at your mind because the enemy will do that. We live in a fallen world. Um, but as we choose to resist him, he will flee. So God, I just pray over all the listeners right now in Jesus name. I pray that they would not yield to temptation. I pray that we would all know that your power is greater, that you provide a way out, God, that you help us, Lord, endure the trials, Lord, that come our way, the the tactics of the enemy. And so I just pray just your empowerment, that people would know that your greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, that that sin or um, that path that anyone may be on lord that they would just resist from this point lord they would turn from this path and and turn to you lord jesus i thank you father for helping them lord for anyone that feels just stuck and they feel like they cannot get out lord i pray that they would be encouraged to know that they they can be brought out by you lord they're not too far gone god that you are waiting for them lord to come and I just give you glory right now, God, for doing a work in all of our hearts, God, and for us knowing that we can resist, Lord, and that we do not have to yield to temptation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next podcast.